The following is a Frank R. Wilson presentation. Welcome to where we celebrate music from the movies. From the golden age to present day, we've got it covered. We talk to those from the industry and learn about them and their favorite scores. Welcome to What's the Score? I'm your host, Frank R. Wilson. So let's take a look at the shelf of CDs and see what we're going to play today. That was the James Bond theme as it appeared for the first time in the movie Dr. No in 1962. Music by, uh, I hate to say this, Monty Norman. With a huge contribution by John Barry. I'll explain that in a future episode because the story behind it is fascinating. But it's John Barry that made that, that theme came alive. Uh, welcome. Welcome to this week's edition of What's the Score? I'm your host, Frank Wilson. I'm really excited about today's program because we're once again going to feature, feature uh, jazz cues from movies, but in particular from a favorite composer of mine. I've tried to refrain myself from playing too much John Barry because that's where my heart lies in film music, but I couldn't stand it any longer. So I thought I'd do a whole program of cues from John Barry's works that uh, have a jazz feel to them. Uh, for the most part, most of them will be kind of sit back and relax, enjoy your favorite adult beverage and you know, imagine yourself on a saloon kind of a kind of a feel. Uh, a couple of them will be more uppity, I guess for lack of a better way of saying it, but uh, I think you'll really enjoy it and you'll see the versatility this man has. The same man who wrote the scores for Born Free and Dances with Wolves 
these big sweeping orchestral works can also compose a pretty mean jazz tune as well. So let's get started. Uh, this first one, maybe a little bit of an unusual choice, comes from a film called uh, The Knack in 1965. It, uh, it was an award winner at the Cannes Film Festival. It takes place in uh, swinging London in the 1960s. So maybe the name kind of gives away a little bit about uh, what it's about. It's about a guy, Michael Crawford, really, his first big big break, I think. And he just has a uh, a knack in swinging London in the 1960s. You figure it out. Anyway, this is the main title uh, cue from the film. Uh, it's got a great jazz organ uh, accompanying it and kind of a big band sound, and I think you'll enjoy it, and it's a great kickoff to our show. This is the main titles from a, the film called The Knack. Music by John Barry. Thank you. 
In the 1980s, uh, George Lucas was talk of the town, the toast of the town in Hollywood with all kinds of successes. And John Barry had expressed an interest in wanting to work with him and for him because he was so hot at the time. And so when the opportunity came about to work with George, he said, absolutely, yes, I'll do it. But the film was probably one of George's, uh, shall we say, less successful films. It was called, wait for it, Howard the Duck. Uh, actually, I thought it was a kind of good, harmless movie, but uh, you know, I thought it was pretty good. Um, if you haven't seen it, you probably owe it to yourself to give it a try. Uh, this is from the main titles, um, and the cue is a very uh, West Coast kind of a jazz feel to it. It's uh, our main character, our hero, Howard the Duck, relaxing at home after a hard day at work. Pops open an adult beverage and lights a cigar and starts reading the paper and things like that uh, in his uh, cool bachelor pad. And so the music really matches it very well. Uh John Barry was later to say that uh, he was kind of, um, I don't know, not embarrassed, but certainly wasn't happy with the fact that the film wasn't uh, one of the highlights of his career. And uh, to add insult to injury, he said he never got to meet George Lucas either. So there you have it. But uh, the music is fabulous, and so is this cue. So this is the main title sequence from the film Howard the Duck. Music once again by John Barry.
sometimes uh, directors develop a real good working relationship with certain composers and uh, will work with them multiple times because they seem to connect and understand one another and what each other is looking for. And probably the most famous uh, collaboration is uh, John Williams and uh, Steven Spielberg. But another collaboration that people don't realize that uh, happened, I believe, on three, possibly even four films, uh, the director Francis Ford Coppola uh, developed a good working relationship with John Barry. And they did several films together, uh, two of which we'll highlight today. Uh, the first one uh, was a great film called The Cotton Club. It had lots of fabulous jazz music in it. Not original music, uh, you know, written by Duke Ellington and the, and the like. Uh, but John Barry did put together a great score for it that uh, worked rather well. The sad thing is that the soundtrack album uh, doesn't really have a lot of the cues that John Barry wrote, but it does have a couple of them, and we're going to include those today. Uh, and they're great jazz sounds that I think you'll really enjoy. So this is music from the film uh, The Cotton Club, written by our friend again, John Barry. Thank you. 
If you're fortunate like I am, you've had a couple of events in life that uh, really were meaningful for you. Uh, and for this uh, film score geek, uh, I had the incredible good fortune, all the stars aligned, so to speak. And even though John Barry didn't do a lot of live concerts, he did do a couple in the late 90s. And I was extremely fortunate to be able to go to London and uh, see one of those concerts. He had a new film coming out, and uh, so in some ways it was to promote that, and they played a couple of different uh, cues from it. I, I wish I could play a recording from that concert. I don't really... Well, we'll see if we can work it out at some point. Because on these cues from the movie called Playing by Heart, there were two really nice West Coast jazz pieces featuring the trumpet of Chris Bode. It was magical. Chris, I became a Chris Bode fan ever since I saw that. Uh, what we're going to play now, this first cue that we'll play from that film, uh, doesn't feature Chris Bode, it features Derek Watkins. Um, this actually comes from the uh, tribute, the memorial concert for John Barry after he passed away in 2011. Uh, so it's, you may hear a little audience and that sort of thing, but uh, it's a live recording and uh, Derek Watkins does a nice job uh, of reinterpreting what Chris Bodie had done on the tune the first time. Uh, this song is called Remembering Chet, and it is intended to be kind of a tribute, I guess, if you will, to the jazz trumpeter Chet Baker. Uh, and I think it accomplishes its mission rather well. Uh, this is just a fabulous cue. Um, it never really in this form made it into the final film, but it was it's just such a special place in my heart that I wanted to share it with you today. So this is called Remembering Chet uh, from the film Playing by Heart, featuring Derek Watkins on the trumpet and written by John Barry.
I mentioned earlier the collaboration with uh, Francis Ford Coppola. Uh, another one of the films that they did uh, together is this one from 1982 called Hammett. You can listen to it and just imagine the fact that it is about a private investigator and set in the 1920s in San Francisco. It um, This main title sequence that we're going to play is a real uh, intimate piece, I guess, and it's very small ensemble, mostly featuring uh, piano and clarinet. Uh, but it really does a nice job of uh, setting the stage for the uh, for the film and what you're about to see. Uh, there were times when Barry would... He didn't always use, you know, a hundred-piece orchestra. Sometimes he might only use a few instruments, and we're going to give you a couple of examples of those here in this program. Uh, and this is just one of them. Uh, so this is the main titles from the film called Hammett, Nice little jazz piece, and with a, again with a piano and clarinet, and I think you'll enjoy it. Let's have a listen. In the early 1980s, I remember I was living here in Baton Rouge at the time, getting ready to see this movie. I didn't really know what to expect, and the only only reason why I went was because it was a John Barry score. Wow. I was blown away by this film. You might have seen it as well and been blown away by it. It was called Body Heat. This was, uh, I think, one of the first films directed by Lawrence Kasdan, and uh, he wrote it as well. Uh, and this was just a sexually charged murder mystery. I mean, it just had all sorts of things in it. Uh, and John Barry was chosen to do the score, thank goodness, because in his music he really helped 
tell the story and really helped you understand kind of what emotions were going through the characters' minds. I remember at the very end of the movie coming to this realization because I had no idea how it was going to end. Maybe some people can predict that stuff. I've never been good at it. And was just blown away by the ending, uh, which is when uh, the music, the cue that I'm going to play, uh, plays over the ending and what happens and then finally the end title sequence. Uh, it's a great job to represent what the what the score was like throughout the movie. And I always thought it was a crime, an absolute crime, that at least he wasn't nominated for an Oscar for this. He didn't have to win, but I just thought it was such a incredible marriage of music and narrative that it never got recognized that way. But in hindsight, I think a lot of people do recognize it was one of his, one of his finest works. So let me stop talking and let you start listening. This is fabulous. Uh, it's called Maddie. Well, I'm not going to say what it was called because it'll give away the story in case you haven't seen it. But it's basically the end title music from the film Body Heat, written by John Barry.
If you're a film music geek like me, uh, the last 20 or so years have been great. And they've been great basically due to digital technology. There have been a lot of film scores that have resurfaced, uh, been re-released. And in some cases, um, uh, music that wasn't in the original soundtrack release is included in the new one, which is very exciting. And even more exciting is sometimes soundtracks that were never released the tape surface or someone finds them and they go ahead and release them. Uh, and in many cases, uh, in pristine condition where there's not a lot of work that needs to be done. In some cases, not. So sometimes you get to hear music that wasn't previously released on the original soundtrack and then sometimes you get to hear the entire soundtrack, which uh, you had no idea that the tapes existed. So those things are really positive. And then some releases go even a little bit further, and Body Heat was one of them. Uh, there was a limited edition that came out recently and included lots of extras that you never would have dreamed of uh, being able to hear. What we're going to play is an example. A lot of times when a composer is um, hired to do a project, the director is going to want to hear kind of what it's going to sound like, what's the melody like, and what potentially may the score sound like. Now, you know, before the advent of computers and those sorts of things, what they would have to do is record demos, get a small group of uh, musicians together and and record some demos for the director to hear. And a whole bunch of demos were done for Body Heat uh, and was included in this recent release. It's absolutely fascinating. Uh, the main theme is played, uh, I think, about six or seven different ways. Uh, different rhythms, different... Uh, uh, different instruments used for the, uh, the basic melodic line. Uh, and it was absolutely fascinating to hear this. And these were the first things the director heard about what the score might sound like. And then he would give his okay and, and go forward with it. Uh, there have been some soundtrack releases that include some of this stuff. And it's uh, if you're really into it, I encourage you to find some of these because they're just fabulous. So I thought I'd play you one of the demos from uh, Body Heat that was done prior to the full score being uh, released. I believe this one's referred to as demo number five. Uh, instead of having a saxophone carry the uh, melody, I believe it's just a piano. It's a great jazz piano piece. So obviously, based on the previous cue, you'll recognize the melody, but it will sound a little bit different uh, on this demo, and I think you'll enjoy it. So here is uh, theme demo number five from uh, the pre-work, pre-production work on... Uh, recording the score for Body Heat, and uh, see what you think. I think you'll like it.
I'm sure some of you, like me, are uh, fans of still watching a movie in the cinema. I mean, I have a nice little home cinema set up, but it still doesn't duplicate what you can see in an actual cinema. And there was a format that came out uh, many years ago called IMAX. And when it was first coming out, IMAX is now available worldwide on a wide basis. But at first, there were only a few select theaters that had the IMAX format. I happened to find myself in London and was so happy that in the IMAX theater they had there, they were playing this film. It was called Across the Sea of Time. It had only been played in New York uh, previously, and I hadn't been able to see it, but I had the soundtrack for it. Uh, written by John Barry. Surprise, surprise. Um, this was a, a film that took place in New York uh, in the early 1900s, I believe, if memory serves me right. Uh, and it was in 3D, and it was just spectacular to watch it in IMAX. And the score that Barry created was, uh, once again, spot on. It wasn't a jazz score, but there is one piece in there I thought I'd share with you. I think it's called Times Square and Broadway. Uh, and it's a nice... Uh, uh, piano jazz piece to kind of give the feeling of what it would be like at nighttime uh, if you were walking down Broadway into Times Square and something like that that time of uh, time of the city's history so uh sit back and imagine yourself in New York and Times Square and listen to this music from the film Across the Sea of Time We've mentioned uh, collaborations with certain directors that John Barry had. Uh, another great collaborator with uh, John Barry was the director John Schlesinger. Um, the film they're probably best known for is Midnight Cowboy, uh, but I believe they also did um, 
Uh, I may be wrong on this, but I want to say that The Day of the Locust was another one. Uh, and then this film from 1968 called Petula. Uh, not a very well-known film, but a very good one if you have a chance to see it. Um, and it's not a jazz score by any stretch, but there is one piece that I just really love that uh, it's called Motel, I believe. Uh, and it's, you know, it kind of sounds like a in a hotel lounge the kind of music you might hear in there, but it's just fabulous. And I uh, thought I'd include it in today's program. So this is a cue from the uh, film Batula. This was from 1968. And uh, again, maybe just uh, grab an adult beverage and relax and enjoy. Thank you. 
world of film scores is a unusual one, I guess, and one that takes a really thick skin. Because sometimes you put your heart and soul into creating music for a film, and there are times when the music doesn't get used. There are times when the uh, the whole score is sometimes rejected and someone else takes over. Uh, there are a lot of examples in uh, John Barry's career where his music was rejected. In fact, we'll probably spend a, at least part of a show playing some of those. Um, but there are also cases when, for whatever reason, you know, 60 minutes or whatever of music is written, and the director and, and their uh, infinite wisdom decides that the majority of the score just doesn't work for what he wanted to do. Here's an example. Uh, this is uh, from a film we played a cue earlier from it. Uh, this is from the film Playing by Heart. Uh, and this was a piece of music that was used in the finished product. But if you are lucky enough to get the entire soundtrack album and you like this style of music, I would encourage you to get it because it's a, he wrote a really nice jazzy, bluesy kind of a score and in the spirit of Chet Baker uh, and his style of music. This is a, this cue takes place towards the end of the film when I'll just say that uh, everything kind of comes together and makes sense. Uh, and then it, the music continues to play over the uh, the end titles. It's called Vows Renewed, and I I just love this piece of uh, of music. And uh, once again, I saw Chris Bode play this live in concert uh, when I saw John Barry in concert many years ago, uh, and it was again magical the the way that Bode played it. And fortunately, in this recording, this is Chris Bode playing uh, on this cue, so you'll get a chance to enjoy his trumpet sounds. So uh, again, I'll ask you to just sit back and enjoy this cue from the film Playing by Heart, written by John Barry.
and so ends another edition of What's the Score? I want to thank you for allowing me to share my love of film music, and in particular the music of John Barry and some of his uh, jazz works. I hope you've enjoyed it as much as I've enjoyed bringing it to you. With that, there's nothing much else to say. Sit back and pop open another adult beverage if you want, and look forward to next week's edition of What's the Score? I'm your host, Frank Wilson. So long. <laughs>